Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's a handoff to Montgomery. Breaks it inside. Still on his feet. Pushing the pile. Touchdown, Chicago. Nine yards. The hard way. It's Hogan Johns. Us winning the toss and, you know, scoring on the first drive, that definitely sets the tone for the rest of the games. You know, I'm just proud of everybody on offense, from the O-line to the receivers to the running backs. I think we all executed today at a high level. Montgomery running left. But today, touchdown Chicago. Here's the run. Damian Williams, can he get in? Yes, he does. Touchdown Chicago. From NBC Sports Chicago, it's Adam Ho. <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world. And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. Oh, I'm so happy. I can't even feel my arms. Yeah, man, like a split hog. It's The Adams. Wow, wow, wow. Unfreaking believable. Hogan Johns. The Adams Converge. This episode is presented by Visa, a network working for everyone. What's up? Welcome in Hogan Johns with you after a Bears win. We called it. It all worked out. <laughs> well, for now. Yes. You know, the Lions are still the Lions. Still have to beat the Lions, but they're still the Lions. Yes. Uh, as I called it after the game, even though it came against the Lions, at least this was a step in the right direction for Matt Nagy and the Bears' offense. It's a step in the right direction for Matt Nagy and Justin Fields, I would say, even though he wasn't the one actually talking to him on the field itself. Yes. So the necessary change we thought should happen and would happen was made. It's kind of like pulling teeth in the postgame presser, but Matt Nagy did admit. Bill did a good job. <laughs> that, that Bill Lazor called the play. So uh, anyway, welcome in. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see us here inside Soldier Fields, wrapping up uh, Soldier Fields. Soldier Fields. It's supposed to be Soldier's Field. If you're going to do the Chicago one. That's what I mean, but I don't know. The Soldier Fields, I did the, uh, the obvious shirt. Shirt. Which you can buy, by the way, obviousshirts.com. <laughs> We're just kind of lounging this week. Uh, in jo- I saw a bunch of fans wearing them today, though. Yes. I got a special shout-out to, to Peyton, who said hi to me. I was eating Italian beef, um, or after I consumed Italian beef at say, a Bears tailgate. Well, that was the most Chicago thing ever. <laughs> I was eating my beef. A little jardinier. Yeah, you got to have the jardinier. Um, well, here we are. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. Uh, Post game reaction up for me, NBCSportsChicago.com. John Z is on the athletic, theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns. And uh, we've got some things to talk about here. The Bears win 24 to 14. Much different offense. You could tell right from the jump. A really good first drive. I think they had five first downs yeah. right away. Justin Fields looked solid. David Montgomery looked great. We'll have to talk about the injury here in a second, but. Uh, you could just tell things were different offensively, even if it was coming against the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Um, first, they came out in 13 personnel. That's three tight ends. And then they, uh, in their second play of scrimmage, uh, from scrimmage, they were in the I formation. So right there, like this is in my column, like that's Bill Lazor saying, hello, this is Matt Nagy's offense. <laughs> this is somebody else calling plays. Uh, I don't think it went for a lot of yards, but 
you saw a commitment to the run game. You saw a lot of play action. Um, there wasn't a lot of rollouts. Um, I don't know if that's what they want to do with Justin Fields quite yet because maybe the Lions are trying to contain him a bit. But they were there. The Blaze were made down the field. Yeah. So, you know, and then, uh, I don't know, as the game went on, the Lions probably made adjustments. Things didn't come yeah. quite as easy. Um, but, I, you know, you did have a handful, maybe not quite a handful, but at least three pretty good downfield throws. First one from Justin got a little, little away, but it was close enough that Darnell Mooney was able to make a great catch, which is, you know, something we used to talk about Mitch Trubisky. Like, when he would miss, he would miss completely, and his receiver yeah. wouldn't have a chance. When you miss, you want to have a small miss where your receiver can go up and make a play for you. And then there were some just absolutely perfect dimes, dimes that you love to see too. Um, you know, I still think he can speed a couple things up here and there, but I think that just comes with experience. What I'm encouraged by is I'm, I see a quarterback who looks comfortable reading the field. And today he had more time. That certainly helped. And it just all looked better. I, that first completion, when you're like, oh, man, he's going to be a bit off. I mean, Darnell Mooney was wide open. If he hits him in stride, you're potentially talking about a long touchdown play for yeah. the Bears, but he had to go up and he, and he, he dove for it. It was an exciting catch, and all the credit goes to him on that one. Justin Fields said as much. But then you see the deep bomb down the seam to Darnell Mooney off the double move. You see the the other one, the, the other two down the right sideline. to right, One to Robinson. The one to Mo- Robinson and, and the one to Mooney. I mean, yeah. the... Our guy Greg Braggs has great video, um, end zone video of the, the dime pass to Mooney. I, I put it on my, my Twitter too. Check it out. I mean, that is an exciting pass, <laughs> to say the least. Like I'm, I'm putting this mildly because we haven't seen these types of throws in some time here for the Bears. I mean, that was a special throw from Justin Fields this game. Absolutely. A uh, lot of encouraging things there. You know, at the end of the day, He's 11 for 17, 209 yards, no touchdowns and an interception. But, you know, it's, it's kind of why you got to watch the tape. I mean, I don't think the interception for one was a tip pass. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that was his fault. Um, the sack, sack strip, the strip sack was on him, though. Yeah, he, and he took ownership for that, yeah. too. Yeah. Held the ball the too long. So here's the question. You have to play him next week, right? Absolutely you have to. But do you think they will? Uh, no. What I'm bracing myself <laughs> for, Adam, is this – the, more of the game with Matt Nagy, and I, and I honestly think he, he's going to enjoy it even more so. They're going to go through the whole routine of, you know, we like Andy. If he's healthy, he's, he's our starter. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, this is where we're at. We're going to hear that a bunch of times this week, and we'll see. We'll see. There'll be another late announcement from the PR department on, what was it, Friday or Saturday? Saturday, right? Saturday, it was last um, night. Yeah, so that, on a like Saturday. Second um, quarter of the Carmel game. There you go. Yeah, yeah well, you're coaching so, special teams. Yeah. This obviously probably doesn't really matter, but what was the point of that? Point of what? Like the they whole didn't have to, shit? No, they didn't have to do that at no, all. No, but I'm saying they didn't have to downgrade Dalton and announce Fields as a starter. So after all week of like I, I by the way, I'm totally okay with the gamesmanship. Like yeah. it it makes our jobs harder, but I get it. So if that's what you're doing, then why didn't you wait until Sunday morning? Why it's true. Um, I, I I was just confused by I it. I don't know. Anything. Maybe they want clarity at the end. Maybe it's more for Justin Fields' own mind, so he doesn't have to wait well, for you it to do be is, a game time decision. Like he could sleep on it. Well, you could just tell him they did. They, yeah, I mean, Justin true. said that that's he said true. he got he found out last night he was going to be the starter. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think in this day and age, in the world, unless he got the email too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Maybe that's right. how they told him. <laughs> he saw it on Twitter. <laughs> he got the same Slack notifications we got. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I just, I, it doesn't matter. It's right? going to happen again, though. It's, it's going to be the same gamesmanship. You know, John Gruden is going to be thrown for a loop coming up. And, you know, he's going to be confused about who's starting for the Bears. They got this guy, Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah. I too, always like you know Andy Dalton. It's too bad we don't get to talk to the opposing coaches as much as we used to. Like, we stay on, on, on conference. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, John Gruden existing. on a conference. Oh, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. It would be fun and entertaining, but. Come on, I, guys. Knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> That's not wood, by the way. No, that it's is ceramic. Uh, probably some kind of fake-looking marble. Yeah, there you go. Um, I would – how could you not? Right? He won. The offense worked. He threw some absolute dimes down the field that Andy Dalton cannot – I mean, Andy Dalton throws some good balls. Some of those passes he had today, I don't think Andy Dalton has it in him, at least not consistently in him. We know Justin Fields can do it. Um, we saw that consistently from Justin Fields throughout training camp. His college tape is full of plays like that. Give him the ball again. Yeah, I think you have to. And there were also a couple of plays that Justin made. With, you know, he picked up the first down with his legs. And we've seen Andy do that. Heck, he got hurt on a play like that. But um, that one that in particular, Justin beat him to the edge with his speed, his yeah. rare quarterback speed. Andy Dahl would not have gotten there. Uh, the spin move, which turned out to not be a positive play, but uh, the spin move, Dalton would have just been sacked. Yeah. Let's be honest. So, uh, unless uh, maybe he would have gotten the ball or, away earlier, but I don't think so on that particular play. I, I just I – mean, Would Andy Dalton benefit from a good run game and play action? Yes, all quarterbacks would. But if you want to stretch the field, it's Justin Fields. Yes. Unless Andy Dalton can hit some of those throws, but I feel like Justin Fields just gives you more. It really does. Absolutely. Um, well, I think they know that. I think Justin Fields will probably play. But I, I'm, I'm with you. It could be an interesting week where they uh, full mess around with and ship and yeah. a little bit. Um, all right. Probably the biggest news to come out of this game, though, is David Montgomery. And we're not watching the broadcast we're in the press box, but when you start seeing tweets that the broadcasters said they weren't going to show the replay, yeah. that doesn't sound good. Um, this could be a potentially catastrophic injury to the offense. However, want to read the tweet? Yeah, go ahead. So this is actually during the Nagy press conference. Um, there is a tweet from David Montgomery. You are an awesome guy. Three exclamation points and everything is in caps. Yeah. So I imagine the reading a tweet like that, my initial reaction was, okay, he got some good news. Mm -hmm. Now, MRIs, they don't happen here at Soldier Field. Um, different things can pop up when those MRIs are completed tomorrow. But for as far as initial reviews, because they could do ACL tests and whatnot on their knees. Yeah, right. right, like, right. Like they could do that with their hands. There are certain things they do. Um, just talk to any trainer, they could tell you. Um, maybe that's what he got. I'm spitballing here. All speculation, but just my initial reaction from that tweet, I don't know if you felt anything differently, but that was positive to me. Yeah, I think it's hard to totally read into it, but I think, yeah, I understand why you'd read it that way. Um, you also had Roquan Smith say, I know he'll be back pretty soon. Now, he didn't say that in a way that was like, oh, I know this for a fact. He was talking about how David's a warrior. Um, and then, let me just put it this way. You can – a lot of times when you know a guy has a season-ending injury, you 
can tell pretty quickly after the game that it's not good. Yeah. A lot of times we'll have the head coach, and I think Nagy's even done this in the past, will be like, yeah, it doesn't look good. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or, 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 he, he actually referenced, like, he gave one of his, called a Nagy cliche, that, you know, we'll see where he's at in a few days. Yeah. And he mentioned him in the same breath as Damian Williams, who, I, until that point, I did not even know it left the game. I didn't it, it was so late in the game. That's yeah. why Khalil Herbert was out there at the end, the rookie running back. But... Um, I, I perceive that as a positive indication as well, that things could be at least okay with David Montgomery. And also, I made note of this, like, usually Nagy's in there pretty quickly. So they were waiting on some type of, some type of information. Like, Maybe, like yeah. Darnell, uh, Darnell Mooney was the first player in. Usually it's Matt Nagy. Um, I don't want to say immediately, but he's one of the first ones, right? And maybe he got the news he wanted. Maybe they're waiting for more information than they actually thought. Um, it's not, look though he was still like not putting any any at a minimum I feel like he's gonna miss a week or two, yeah, maybe more. Um, pro football doc on Twitter who's usually spot on about this stuff. He went and MCL with it right away, not ACL, MCL. So I thought that's another positive sign. Doesn't mean it's a hundred percent fact, but he's usually pretty good about that stuff. And given what we saw unfold and what the broadcast said, uh, MCL seems like the best outcome, yeah. which is usually at least two weeks. Sometimes up to six, depending on what it is. But, I mean, you can get by a month maybe without David Montgomery. It's not going to make life any easier for the rookie quarterback who's going to have a much tougher test next week in Las Vegas than he did today against the Rams. Or, excuse me, the Lions. I was thinking of Jared Goff. Rams still. Yeah. It happens. Imagine going on vacation at Cabo and you come home after be- – with Matthew Stafford instead of Jared Goff. I mean, like you've lost them. Like on the list of vacations, that's a really good vacation yeah, if you're yeah. Sean McVay. That's a win. That's a win. Um, you know, just in terms of like misleading <laughs> stats, like I'll use passer rating every now and then. Yeah, 105 for but, but for like Goff. the entire he had a couple touchdown passes, you know, he made a couple plays, but the entire game I'm thinking maybe until that like final touchdown pass that uh, that Goff had I'm thinking like this is another game where it's just very indicative of, of why not to use passer rating. Like, it's just an old-fashioned stat that should not be used. Who, Justin Fields was the better, ba- uh, better baseball player, better football player. I was going to ask you, who's the better quarterback today? Justin Fields. Yes, but his passer rating was 82. Jared Goff's was 105. And it doesn't take into account the, the tipped interception stuff like that. Right. But, you know, it is what it is. That's why using some of the advanced stats is a good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Uh, to go back to David Montgomery, though, um, he will be felt, or like his, his, his loss will be felt. Uh, he is the Bears. Like the identity of the Bears' offense runs through him, especially if they want to go heavy play action with Justin Fields. The way he runs the ball, the, the patience, the power, the aggression, just everything that he brings to the football field, like his team loves. He's probably the... Uh, most, he's like the classic most popular guy in the team because yeah. of what he does on the field and off it. Just a team leader. Team captain, Justin Fields referred to him after the game. Well, I was going to say, like a lot of this game plan and all this stuff we were talking about, changing play color, you know, it was all done for the benefit of Justin Fields. and the But it's also the offensive line and getting David Montgomery going. Like as we've talked about, this offense needs to go through David Montgomery yeah. first. So this is a huge loss, even if it's just for a few weeks, which I think is the best case scenario. It's an enormous loss for the Bears, and it's going to make things tougher. Uh, not an easy game against the Raiders next week. I'm starting to sound like a football coach, but I can't remember who they play the following week now. Buccaneers. That quickly. 
No, they have a no, home Packers. Game. Packers and Buccaneers. Packers, Buccaneers. So not Raiders, easy. Packers, not easy. Bucks, all without David Montgomery. No good. Ooh. And no good. but we should skip over the injury as you mentioned to Damian Williams then. Because Williams, I he, like he played, he played good. Today. I like Williams, yeah. and he's still capable as a number two. You don't have him. Now you're starting to talk about Khalil Herbert, Ryan Nall. Yeah, you got problems. I mean, now you, you got, got problems. Yeah, you're starting to talk about got to bring somebody in off now, the street. Now, if the offensive line plays like they did today, maybe you could get by for a game or two, but eventually the talent thing has to be factored in here. I mean, David Montgomery is a lead back for many reasons. Or you got to start letting Justin Fields just cook. I yeah, because he's going to have to take on more, more, and that's, that's tough. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Since this is going to be more, even more pressure with David Montgomery out, and the tight ends, three targets, one catch, yeah. six yards, and that was all Cole Komet. Jimmy Graham, I didn't even, I mean, I don't even know what his snap count was again. We'll find out in the morning, I guess, but not a lot. Well, the tight ends played more. Yeah. But, but I mean, in terms of in the passing game, Robinson, he does end up with three catches for 63 yards and did have a nice catch in there, but... Something's still not. I mean, Rob Allen Robinson's not having the type of season he wants to be having no, right now no, to get that no. big contract. Now, Darnell Mooney looked great, so that's a very good development. Yeah, um, I think when you're running the ball, obviously they purposely wanted to run the ball like they did today, and when you are succeeding with that plan, the targets are going to be well, they're not going to be as high, right? Just just naturally that. True. Way. I mean, how many carries yeah. did David Montgomery have? Twenty three for one hundred six yards. Yeah, Damian Williams had what four or five? He had eight. For eight. 55. So that's even more yeah. than I thought. So they, I mean, they really did commit to the run today, yes. which is over not thirty happen. carries. Yeah, and Kula Herbert had a couple at the end. Justin Fields had his scramble, yeah. so it's going to happen that way. Um, so level of confidence with the offense with Justin um, Fields going in the next week without David Montgomery. The Raiders are a significantly better team than the Lions. I like. I, I want to give the Lions some credit. Like, I, like they're they're the Lions. But Justin Tucker just beat them with like a gate, like a record-setting field goal. Yeah. So they're not like the pushovers we're used to seeing. Um, there's some fight there. They even gave the Bears problems in, in the second half a little bit. But they're still the Lions. Well, they but, showed but, you that at the end of the game when on a punt they're getting the ball back and they're offsides. Yes, yeah. That's how the game ended. It's a nice get-right opponent, but you still got to do good things to get right. Mm-hmm. Favorable spot in the schedule for the Bears, but now it gets tougher, man. I was going to say, very important game coming up here against the Raiders. It's going to be a lot harder than this week, but I will say it's winnable. It's winnable. Then you have the Packers, and then you have the Bucks. Start talking about losing three games in a row really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Steelers after that? Remember, it yeah. goes home, home, away. Then there's, so there's a home game in there before they go to Pittsburgh. Yeah, they're not as good as we thought. There's going to be a lot of Bears fans in Las Vegas. I know a bunch of guys going. That place is going to be rowdy, rocking the entire weekend. And Chicago travels, especially for a game in yeah. Las Vegas. I mean, they're going to – Chicago could drink out Nashville. The, the amount of dollars 
<laughs> that it's going to be spent and lost. Maybe won a little bit. And Las Vegas by people from Chicago is going to be significant. Talking about getting a, like a boom in your economy. Yeah. Just have the Raiders host the Chicago Bears. Well, I have been there twice for Wisconsin Badger games where just Wisconsin has taken over Vegas. So I can only imagine what Chicago will do. Yes. Uh, especially when you consider you got fans all over the country, too. That it's not just from Chicago. You're going to Bears fans from all over. Probably any fan that's out west, and I've seen them. I mean, yes. Oh, yeah. I, I, when we were in San Diego a few years ago for the Holiday Bowl, and I actually had to uh, skip the week 17 game that the Bears played in, I think they're playing in Minnesota. So I was in San Diego. Again, the Bears were playing in Minnesota. I'm in San Diego, and we found a, a spot to watch that game, and the bar was packed. Yeah. Like, it was a big bar, and it was packed yeah. with Bears fans. So we've, we've seen it in those Rams yeah. games out in Los Angeles a couple of years ago in the Coliseum. Yeah. Tons of Bears fans. Yeah. It helps. So it'll be fun. Um, defense. Kind of a weird game. Yeah. They took the ball away. They, they gave up yards. Gave up first downs. There still seems to be some issues in the secondary. Yeah, miscommunications. Yeah, it still keeps happening. It looked like that touchdown was probably on Deion Bush, but why is it still happening? It's not a good sign. Um, it, it, like, it almost makes you wonder if Sean Desai is trying to different things back there with assignments. I, I don't know how nuanced they're getting because you do see some differences between him and Pagano. I mean, almost immediately this season, but why are they happening with guys who've been on the team for years? This isn't just Deshaun Gibson in his second year. Like Deion Bush has been here for five, what, five years now, six years. Yeah. It's been a while. He's been here for a while. Yeah. I think he's it's drafted. His, it's 16. his only NFL team. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's six year. Um, yeah, but he also hasn't played a whole lot at safety. I mean, he does come in as the backup, but he really ha- hasn't played a whole lot there. Um, still, the stuff can't happen. They gotta, they gotta get it worked out. Um, and I'll just say this: like every time Akeem Hicks is out with an injury, the yeah. defense just looks different. It's still good. It's still more than fine in the NFL, but it clearly takes a step. Well, you back. lose some nasty. Yeah, the bravado that like he was hurt. He actually. The, the ironic part in this, he, he actually got hurt on one of those chase from behind tackles that he does so well. Yeah. Where he violently blows up the ball carrier. But who was it? Was it Jamal Williams? Kept his balance a bit. He got flipped over. And you could see almost immediately that he did not feel right. Like that hurt him. getting flip, Like flipping himself over the ball carrier. I was a little confused, though. Were you following him on the sideline? Like they didn't even really look at him. No. It, it almost looked like they knew there was a chance that he might not be able to finish the game today yeah. going into it. And I thought last week he looked banged up, like he was fighting through something. Yeah. Now, he wasn't on the injury report this week. No. But it was such a – it was like one play, he came out, and the trainer and the doctor walked over to him, and it was almost like, yeah, I can't go. Or, or they said, no. he stood there by himself like the, for a significant there wasn't, time. There wasn't really a – yeah. But they weren't looking at it. It was like the call no, had already been made. never went in the blue tent. Um, and then he just never sat went, down. Yeah. Yeah. Just stood there. Um, I, I don't know if they waited for more information for, from talking to somebody else, but yeah, well, we'll, we'll see what happens this is to the defense. If, again, if there's any position group that's built to handle losses, it's that defensive line. You get Mario Edwards back, Angelo Blackson. He's a player, man. Oh, I like him. He plays yeah. with some swagger out there. Um, Eddie Goldman is back. 
Didn't notice him much today. I but. only noticed him on his offsides penalty, but that's about yeah. it. Um, where he's kind of dancing around there, but it's the one position where you can endure an injury, but you don't want to lose a key mix, player of his stature, what he what he provides on and off the field, like that, that edge. I mean, he gave he, he breaks the team down with his speeches and stuff, man. Like that's the fire. It's the anger that they need on defense, and they're going to miss it. Eddie Goldman not on the stat sheet. Nice. Not good. First game back. Yeah. Well, it's pouring outside now. But is it? The rain that was supposed to come during it is now here. And finally, maybe you guys can see this behind us if you're watching on YouTube, which you should be. Subscribe on YouTube. Click those notifications uh, for when we go live. And uh, any final thoughts? No. No. I, I'm interested to see the carryover. Um, Matt Nagy. He deserves some credit for giving up the play calling. He does. Yep. Um, it's not easy for him. I think we all know that. I, I think he's going to take a hit for the way he kind of dodged that, that, the question that's in the game. And he probably should, too. Um, his teams have always been good at fighting back, though. Uh, you know, I think there were some concerns about him losing the locker room. I never saw any signs of that. Never heard it from any of the players. Never got that vibe from the guys this past week. I don't think it's going to be there this week. Um, so he still has a hold on his team. Um, so it's good for them to shake off that Cleveland loss, just an ugly game. Let's see what they can do against a better opponent. Like, it's, it was a perfect get-right opponent in the Lions today. Now they go to Las Vegas against a better team. Yeah, this felt like a, like a box checked, a, an easy quiz that you passed. Yeah. You know, it was like, get, get on to the next one. The, te- the test next week is going to be much tougher, um, and you got to prove it again. Right, um, but it was a good step in the right yeah. direction. No, when, it, when it could have been another giant step back. I think I'll say this though: I, like going into the year, I had them two and two after the first two, after the yes. first four games. Yeah. Um, now things get a bit more dicey. Like we, we talked about a couple times already on this podcast, there's tougher opponents coming up. Now that doesn't mean all the tougher opponents are going to win. There could be a surprise victory in there somewhere for the Bears. But this is where we'll tr- truly learn how. How good Nagy is as a coach still, and how good Justin Fields' development process is going for the Bears. Well, again, it's like the next week's game against the Raiders is kind of like last week's game against the Browns in that it's it's a tough road test, but it's a game that you can win. And there would have been a scenario last week where they could have lost a good game to the Browns. Like, they could have been in the game and just... They were in that game and, for an extended period but of time, like, but in awful as they played. To have such a disaster offensively was the problem. So, um, now I think there's a little bit more pressure maybe to win next week because what's coming next on the schedule. But, um, yeah, 2-2 two and two was kind of where we always thought this team would be. It's been an interesting road already through four games of the season. But, um, <laughs> four it just goes to show you a lot can happen. Yeah. Every single week yeah. in this league. A week to week league, everybody. So. There's one more week this year. But the Bears are still relevant. And they have Justin Fields. They'll always be relevant. Should probably that. feel good about that, I'd say. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. Read us, NBCSportsChicago.com for me, theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns for him. We will be back on Tuesday, our midweek episode. Start turning the page to Vegas, baby. See ya. Justin Fields!